When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is your COVID theme song? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Yesterday, uh, one of the bumpers that played was Hold On, the Wilson Phillips song. And I thought, that is my COVID theme song. And then I thought, we should ask others what their COVID theme songs are. 651-641-1071. I've gotten a couple tweets. Do you want to hear? I would love to hear some tweetage. Okay, well, one of them I don't feel like we can play, but our friend Panda, who's amazing, thank you, Panda, tweeted, this is my COVID theme song. And then she said, my cat even died this year, too, like in the song. Oh, no. So we're sorry sorry for your loss, Panda. The song is F2020. Yeah. I don't feel like we can play that. I'm looking at the lyrics and we can't. But we understand the sentiment, Panda. Yes. You need say no more. I did send you one that I would like you to play at some point if you get the chance. Don't tell Colleen. Thank All right. You. Okay. Where did you send it to me? Your Twitter. Thank you. DMs. I totally know Thank what it you. is. What is it? No, you don't. Probably something dumb, Ace of Base. Oh, God, you're so... Like, all that she wants is another baby or something. Uh, Sonia sent us a tweet that said, My COVID song is Pink Floyd's Comfortably Numb. What is your COVID theme song? 651-641-1071. It can just be that the the name of the song fits perfectly. Um, Holly, would now be a good time for you to play Bradley's? Yeah, let's play it. It's just, like, so dumb. It doesn't need to be anything. Like all like, good um, Swedish pop songs in English, it means that. nothing and don't doesn't do need to. Don't do that. No, but don't, the same is true of ABBA. But don't do what you're doing, which is trying to compare ABBA and Ace of Bass. ABBA, I will if I want. I know, Thank but you. don't. Because I then you saw make me, the sign you're gonna try and it make opened me up my mind. <laughs> feel guilty. I am happy now not living like without you. Ace of Bass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, six five one six four one one oh seven one. What is your COVID theme song? Oh, that she wants. Oh, another I just baby. Knew. I feel like a lot of women like, yeah. can relate. Well, I feel like there are going to be another babies uh, from another COVID. Babies. I'm just saying, yeah. whether you want them or not, I think they're coming. I'm just saying. Uh, we do have some calls coming in. I know, uh, Holly. Do we have anybody on the line? Yes, we do. Let's start with Sharon Lee. Okay, hello, Sharon Lee. Sharon Lee, what is your COVID theme song? Oh, it's the Elton John one that Steve and Donna had the T-shirt. It's I'm Till Tanding. I'm Till Tanding. 
It's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Isn't it. Perfect. That is so perfect. Thank you, Sharon Lee. She's still tanding. Uh, oh, Phil tweeted, it's the end of the world as we know it. It's a little bleak. But I get it, right? That's... I mean... <laughs> I get it. Yes, it's the end of the world as we know it. As we know it. Not the end, period. As we know it. It's just changing. Things are changing. Look up. Uh Holly, do we have any other callers that are ready to go? Yeah, let's go to Mrs. Bunny. Hello, Mrs. Bunny. What is your uh, COVID theme song? Uh, MC Hammer's You Can't Touch This. That's a good one. <laughs> Can't touch this. Yes, thank you. And just, just so you know, the bunnies will not be contributing any COVID babies. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> that is harbor years ago <laughs> and despite the fact that your last name is bunny thank you so much bunnies um we did just get uh from taylor pineapple skies by miguel quote everything's gonna be all right yes thank you well i'll take that one i like that optimism holly do we have any other callers yeah let's go to lisa hi lisa lisa what is your covid theme song it is all by myself by I think it's by Nilsson. Yes, that's <laughs> perfect. I love it all, all by myself. By myself. No one of me. Except but, I do wanna be. I mean, again, we are. This is like the introverts' time. Oh, we are she shining was right thinking now. about without you. I, I can't live if living is without you. Oh, all right. I can't give. I can't give anymore. Oh, get it. Mary's uh, on the line. All right, let's go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. <laughs> Mary, what's your COVID theme song? Well, earlier on in the start of this, I kept having um, Talking Heads' Life During Wartime go through my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one for sure. This ain't no party. This ain't no disco. Yep, there <laughs> you go. Lovey dovey and all that. Oh my gosh, that's a good one. Thank you for your call, um, Holly. Do you have a COVID theme song? I'm just, <sighs> you know, there was a song that I was singing in my car, and that was very fun. And it was Liza Minnelli, the theme to New York, New York. So that's gonna be my theme. Oh, for that COVID. works. I will say every time I think of like COVID nineteen theme song, I think of "Come On Eileen." COVID nineteen. <laughs> do 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 do. I don't know what the rest of the words are, but we do do. We did get. Uh, you know what, Panda? I'm going to do this. Um, Panda said these are hilarious. Somebody really should make a 2020 playlist. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make a Spotify playlist of these and uh, post it on the website a little bit later today. So that'll be something to look forward to. You can. Listen to all these songs and contemplate 2020. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should or shouldn't be watching this weekend after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies joins us on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. 
And our friend Paul McGuire Grimes. Hello, Paul. Hey, Paul. Hello. Hi. It's great to be here. We're so glad to have you. Uh, so we always like to check in with Paul so you can tell us what we should or shouldn't be watching over the weekend. And you brought us two selections this week. Where would you like to begin? Yes. Well, both are going to be on Netflix. Both are head scratchers, to say the least. Oh. <laughs> Let's start with the first one. It's called The Devil All the Time. It started streaming this Wednesday. It starts Tom Holland. It's a big ensemble, multi-generational film. It starts Tom Holland really at the center, who grew up an orphan after the death of his parents, Bill Skarsgård from the It movies, plays his dad. And we learned that... His dad, as a World War II vet, has these reformed religious beliefs, these PTSD, and how all of that has kind of affected Arvin's upbringing, the Tom Holland character's upbringing. Mm. That is kind of one storyline of many in this movie and how they're all connected. You also have Robert Pattinson, uh, who we know, um, he, he plays this kind of traveling, smarmy preacher character. Sebastian Stan is in it. Riley Keough is in it. So you have this really big cast. I mean, I got to be honest, I'm sort of fascinated by the um, by the synopsis you gave us or like sort of the theme of it. Yeah, I mean, it really delves into really interesting things like faith and temptation. What happens when the devil literally is all around us and these supposed messages we think we hear from God and how does that play out? And the trailer is stunning. Uh, I will say that. And it seems right up my alley, but I almost think that the movie is bit off more than it can chew. It's written, It's based on this novel by Donald Ray Pollock, who actually is the film's narrator. So mm. it's really interesting to have the author narrating this movie that kind of acts as, I'm telling you this fable, this tale. But it is so dark. It is so depressing. It's so disturbing, too. Like, there's not a kind of decent character in this entire movie. I, I should say that. I shouldn't say that. There's a couple, but you will know within the first 30 minutes if you want to go on the rest of this. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm um okay, so I'm I'm getting from you that this yeah. is not gonna be like a five out of five ticket stub situation. I'm giving it two and a half out of five. Whoa. The acting is great. You'll see Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson in really fantastic performances. And if you keep thinking that Robert Pattinson is only about Twilight, you will be changed again here with this movie or Tenet. He's doing a lot of really interesting things. Um, but again, it's very disturbing. I got to talk to the director, actually, Antonio Campos. That interview will be on Twin Cities Live. It's on my YouTube channel. So it was great to talk to him about the role Netflix played in this movie and what it was like kind of working during a pandemic and having to work remotely. So it's a fun oh, conversation. Oh, that is really interesting. I'm actually curious yeah. to hear more from, from that. I can get that on your YouTube yeah. channel. Yes, Paul's trip to the movies on YouTube. Some great interviews, and they've got some great interviews coming up this weekend. Just a tease. People want to stay tuned. Tease it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, but quickly, before we move on from this one, I do just want to say, I think it, it, I, I am fascinated by the roles that Robert Pattinson is saying yes to right now. Yes. Absolutely. Because I really do think this is a calculated effort for him to get as far away from the character he played in Twilight as possible. And he's proven it. He's proving to be yeah. a fantastic actor that people need to take notice of. Okay, so the other uh, the other movie uh, yeah. that we want to talk about is a movie that I watched and hated. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> it's called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. 
Yes, this is from Charlie Kaufman, Being John Malkovich, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless on Mind, movie's adaptation. And he had um, the, the basic surface level premise is about this woman played by Jesse Buckley who's going on this road trip to meet her boyfriend's parents. And throughout this road trip, we are hearing her say, I'm thinking of ending things. That is kind of where this movie starts. And throughout this uh, dinner of meeting the parents, you realize that there's so much more to this story, not only for the characters, but also for us as an audience. Now, why because did you... Oh, sorry. Oh, continue, continue. Oh, well, because anything on the surface level, you know, is not actually happening. Charlie Kaufman makes it very confusing for the audience about what is real, what's fictional, and then... What does it all mean in the end? So you're just kind of like, how do I interpret this versus how does Colleen interpret this? What is What are all of these things that he's doing in this movie? And that doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. Colleen, you go. Well, you know, the, I mean, the thing I didn't like about it, so my my, it's not that I didn't like it because it has stuck with me in weird mm-hmm. ways and it's something I kind of right. go back and revisit and go, what was that? Mm-hmm. But the reason why I'm not a fan, I wasn't looking for that kind of movie. You want something more definitive? I, at this point in the way the world is, I would just <laughs> like something to be sort of served up to me. And right. and I and part of that I will take the the ownership of. I didn't know enough about this movie going in. We were sort of flipping through the Netflix and we were like, oh, there's interesting people in this. Oh, Mm -hmm. and then it was as we started to watch it that I thought, okay, I think I need to know a little bit more about what I'm watching. And it was sort of billed as like a psychological, like horror thriller type situation, similar to, um, oh, what was that movie? Oh, you guys. Which one? I'm give trying us, to remember. Give us a clue. I'm trying. I cannot access anything. The one with the two families, uh, the where and they were in a house, and then the family that looked just like them showed uh, up. Uh, uh, thank you. That's what it was called. I thought yep. it was going to be something more along that kind of line. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I will take the ownership of not having done my homework. This wasn't your cup of tea. Well, you bring up a good question about, like, should I have to do homework in order to understand and, a movie or and to like it? That's what made me angry about it. It's like, I don't right. want the movie to be, <laughs> like, th- like thumbing its nose at me because it's so much smarter than I am. Right. And I think that's kind of what, where Charlie Kaufman, I think, may lose his audience if people don't know Oklahoma and know that there's this take on a dream ballet. Right. If they don't know who Pauline Kale is because you see the Jesse Buckley character reciting one of her reviews as if she's saying that like there's so many little things like that like if you don't just get that right off the bat you're gonna be so lost so confused it's it's a very specific film it sounds like for a very unique like specific audience for sure and how do you interpret that is open-ended i mean even the title is it about ending things as a relationship or this idea of ending things as a concept? Like, how do you define the word ending or right. things or ending things? Right. You know, like, is it a relationship? Is it the closures that we face in life, whether it's a job, life, uh, a family member? Like, it's all open-ended. I will say I did want to go back and watch it again, surprisingly. Um, but I wanted it to be shorter because it's a long movie. 
both of these movies we talk about are very long. They're well over, I think, like two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. But again, like you mentioned, they're both on Netflix. You can go back and rewatch it on a loop. And you can two-sit it if you have to. Like, if you need it to be a two-seater, it's all good. How many ticket stubs did you give I'm Thinking of Ending Things? I gave it four out of five because I I enjoyed it. It left me with a lot to think about, and I keep thinking about it, which I think is some. There's something to be said about that idea with the movie, but I also understand that this is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, I just ugh. and honestly, so some of that like being John Malkovich, I loved that movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there are other Kaufman movies that I'm like, oh, okay, this one yep. just didn't hit for me. I will say, Tony Collette. Yes, always. Goddess, goddess, Complete always. and total. And I am a huge fan of Jesse Plemons. He he does really good work. Mm-hmm. And he's proving to be more than just Landry from Friday Night Lights. Exactly. Well. He's had a stunning post-TV career, if you will. Right. Uh, okay, so four out of five ticket subs. That's and a little both... better than your first suggestion. Yes. <laughs> and both of those are available on Netflix. Yeah. And if people watch them, let me know what you think on social media at Paul's Movie Trip and then check out my interview with Antonio Campos too just to learn about the role that's yes mm-hmm. big interviews coming up soon I, I can't like Paul's I'm just excited about this oh, weekend okay yeah. so everybody pay attention to Paul's channels mm-hmm. this weekend apparently there are big things coming big things coming yes alright when we come back thank you Paul McGuire Grimes we will hand you some dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Dumb things we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Sometimes other places. Like where? Michigan. Michigander. Uh, so uh, this 26-year-old Michigander uh, was uh, driving in his car on Wednesday, and he was approaching a drawbridge, and that drawbridge was drawing to um, let through a boat. And as this 26-year-old guy, whose name I don't have, was approaching this drawbridge. He saw the gates go down, and he was like, hold the phone. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. So, (laughs) well, his life almost was over, because you know what he did? What? He crashed through the security gate and tried to jump his car over the gap in the drawbridge. Now, luckily, the bridge operator saw what he was doing and stopped the bridge from opening even more. So he actually made it over the gap. So he, like, dukes of hazarded his car, his Dodge, 
up the bridge oh and God. over the gap. No way. And he made it. He smashed his wind- windshield, blew out all four tires, and then to add insult to injury, he was arrested. There it is. This is actual footage of malicious destruction of property. Wow. That's not good. No, not good at all. Yeah. Right over there in Michigan. By the way, it was a 1969 Dodge Charger. That sounds about right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that was where again? Michigan. Oh, that's right. Michigander. Uh, would you like to go to Florida? I would love to go to Florida. Let's go to Florida, kids. Get in the car. Mm. I want to take you to Melbourne, Florida, and I want to take you to the West Side Sports Bar and Lounge. Oh, sounds fun. It's over on US 192. I love that. They have great wings. I love wings. that interstate. Mozzarella cheese sticks. Mm. Uh, but they did something recently that earned them crazy stupid, wait for it, covid yes. status. Yes. Means they're not, not just a garden me? variety crazy stupid idiot. They also had to involve the Rona. Is that the sound of coronavirus? Mm-mm. Well, here's what we know. So apparently, Gary Kirby, he's the owner of Westside Sports Bar and Lounge. I always love how they make things into two things. Yeah. It can't like just bar be a sports and bar and it can't just be a lounge. It, and I'm not quite sure what the difference is or what that means. I mean, don't yeah, you lounge like, at a sports bar? I do feel like bar and grill makes more sense. Bar and lounge, I kind of feel like lounge. That is what, what you're lounging I guess already. there's just a creepy area where you can like Just lay around. Versus like being on a high top. I don't know. Anyway, um, Mr. Kirby should not be taken to crazy stupidity at jail because uh, he has his... He calls his place Bar and Lounge. It's actually because of something they banned recently. Um, and remember, I said crazy, stupid, covid What do you think Mr. Gary Kirby banned from his patrons? Tell me masks. Ding. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yep. Okay, Mm. so the owner has vowed to throw anyone out of his bar who is wearing a face mask. Quote, we find it completely unnecessary to have face masks at all. We do not support them. We do not believe in them. My Facebook, the business page, has taken off. They love it. They love my food. Okay. He's also um, just seems like a really great guy, but uh, I just want to know how many people then he is responsible for infecting. Yeah, I don't know, but he does want you to know he's real excited about this. The fans, they love it. Um, it he does say, I laugh because it's just so absurd. Um. It's up to each. Uh, they're just telling you that the law in this par- particular part of Florida is that it's up to individual business owners to decide whether or not customers must wear masks, and it's up to customers to decide which businesses to patronize. As a result, the owner, however, Mr. Kirby, says, "I got a death threat. 
but he's not backing down. You know what he's going to do? Oh, dear. What? He's going to start making T-shirts that advertise his no-mask policy. This reminds me of those yahoos who were running through the Target. Did you see that video? Oh, yes. The people were running through Target like, take off your mask. <sighs> like, who, who are you people? Who are you people? That's like, I want to see the people that are driving around on the freeway rolling down the window like, you know, take off your seatbelt. Right. <laughs> Just riding Ow! around town. Whoa. You know, the thing that always gets me is when I see a, a cycle, like a motorcyclist wearing a mask, but no helmet. Yeah. That's like reverse. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Idiot. to do with that. My brain can't process all of that. This is America. I don't got to wear nothing. I mean, yeah. Who are the people who are running around being like, I don't need pants. I'm not wearing pants. Yeah, but remember, they don't want nipples. They want lips, though. What I'm saying is you got to wear your bra, but not your mask. Oh, I see. I think what? You- <laughs> Bradley. Where were you guys? Well. well. <laughs> oh, for the love of all that's right okay. in the world. How dare you? Were you just in Florida, Bradley? No, why? Honey, you're crazy stupid idiot. Oh, you hit me. <laughs> oh my god. No, I am right here in Minneapolis. I just had jury duty. No, I never left. Was that story that in That story was in Florida. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to stay in Florida. Crack a window. Air it out. Air it out. Um, we're going to go to Eustis, Florida. Okay. Where we're going to meet, yeah, well, this was, uh, well, I don't know. George uh, Vasherlon, who, by the way, is a convicted felon. He was pulled over by cops very early on Monday morning. Um, And uh, they found some ammunition in his car door. And that was uh, against the law because he was arrested for possession of ammunition by a convicted felon. Now, all of that is just, you know, the cops doing their job, right? They were like, oh, there's that George Vasherlon breaking the... You okay over there? Huh? (laughs) I just heard something drop. Um, Anyway, all that is just, you know, cops doing their job. They got the criminal. The thing is, was his outfit. Oh, that is what makes him kind of a crazy, stupid idiot or a total genius. Okay. When he got out of the car, it turned out he was already restrained. What? He was wearing a steel bondage collar around his neck and also had his very own handcuffs. What? Yeah. He was doing some sexy business. Oh. And so he was already Where prepared. was he, though, that he had the sexy business? In his car. He might have been between... Car. Well, he might have been between sexy businesses. I mean, who knows, really? There was another passenger in the car as well. Uh, that guy was arrested for having meth on him. Uh, they do live at the same address, but we don't know how they're related. Any whoosie whatsy. He was all ready to be... Arrested. He had all the stuff he needed. Yeah, he needed. pre-gamed. He totally pre-gamed his arrest. <laughs> hmm. uh, would you like to see his mug shots? Uh, sure. Do I just here, click let on me the just, thing? You can, here, I'll just put it right here. It's a shortcut. 
right here. Yeah. Oh, hello, sir. Yeah. He looks like he's just, he's He's just, you know, out and about. Needs a a nap. Yes. A comb. (laughs) And so many other things. Yeah. A shower would be good. When we come back on uh, the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.